0: I'm Kathleen Anderson, part skeptic, part believer, and your host for The Eclipse. Welcome to my podcast where I dive into the unknown, seeking truth and hope with a healthy dose of skepticism and humor. Hello, hello, and welcome to our third episode of The Eclipse. Before we begin, let me first say thank you for joining me today, whether it be on your daily commute, your workout routine, or just while you are killing time, you tuning in to this podcast is supporting a veteran creator. And trust me, that is no small thing. I really appreciate the support. Now, without further ado, let's get into it, shall we? In this episode, I'm taking a break from the usual aliens and UFOs to discuss something far more earthly and possibly more sinister, the Illuminati. My interest in the Illuminati is very recent. When I was younger, I was interested in the Freemasons, partly because I absolutely love American history and anything to do with our founding fathers, and partly because I'm keen to find out how to become one since it's generally speaking a boys only club, and I don't think that's fair. I think that's pretty whack. However, I never gave much attention to the possible existence of the Illuminati until I became an adult. Like most people my age, my initial introduction to this group was through the author Dan Brown and the movies that were subsequently made based off of his books, like The Da Vinci Code and Angels and Demons. I must admit, I am a huge fan of the books and the movies. I mean, who doesn't love Robert Langdon? I mean, what a cool dude. He basically like super knowledgeable about ancient signs and symbols, live his best life as a professor with higher tenure. He's an author. He gets to travel the world solving puzzles. He's basically like a super nerdy version of Indiana Jones. Now, to be fair, this is not a podcast about popular books and movies. So before I get too distracted, let's get back to the task at hand. The Illuminati was founded by a disgruntled Bavarian Jesuit named, and bear with me, I guarantee I'm going to butcher this, Adam Weichelet. Adam was disillusioned with the Catholic Church, which was pretty normal for the time frame, so you're thinking like 1700s for those of you that need like a reference. He modeled the basis of the Illuminati from the Freemasons which, I suppose, if the wheel has already been invented, why try and reinvent it, right? However, like usual, the establishment wasn't too fond of these sorts of secret societies, which, again, shouldn't really be surprising. The whole purpose of a secret society is to circumvent and, generally speaking, tear down the establishment order. Anywho, the Duke of Bavaria, Charles Theodore, banned all secret societies in 1784. This banishment resulted in home raids, where essays were found by followers of the Illuminati that advocated for atheism, suicide, abortion, and claimed that the Illuminati had the power over life and death, which, I suppose, that's why you'd push stuff like suicide and abortion, because if you're able to manipulate life and death at will, then there really is no fear from suicide and abortion, I guess. I don't know. That all kind of sounds like witchcraft to me. Anyway, A few years later, over in France, the French priest, again, I'm going to screw this up, I'm sure, Augustine Barul, claimed that the French Revolution had been a product of the secret society, calling it the Illuminization of Freemasonry. For those who might not get why a French priest would link Illuminati to Freemasonry, remember that major figureheads in history and political theory lived in France at the time. Think like Jean-Jacques Rousseau, for example. The leap to the United States, you could say, came shortly after the French Revolution, when a smear campaign was launched to try to tarnish public opinion of one of my personal favorite founding fathers, Thomas Jefferson. Due to his belief that Jesus Christ was merely an enlightened prophet and not God literally on this earth, his political opponents attempted to label him a member of the Illuminati in a failed attempt to kill his political career. Fast forward to today, and a staggering 15% of the American electorate believe that the Illuminati exist and operate within our various industries from politics, business, and entertainment. If this sounds familiar, it should. It's the basis of the New World Order conspiracy. The New World Order idea is that those in the elite echelons of politics, higher education, finance, Um, even entertainment, are working behind the scenes to, well, you know, take over the world. Like literally take over, as in no more nations, just one big, you know, new world order. It's kind of in the name, right? There are even claims that the beloved artist, formerly known as Prince, who I was lucky enough to see play live for free while I was in the military, it was amazing. Anyway, the beloved artist, formerly known as Prince, was murdered by the Illuminati, Plus, there is the argument that Beyonce is Illuminati. So is the Illuminati real and is it trying to take over the entire world? Let's see my take on this. I think it's safe to say that it's real or at least it did exist. I mean, there are there's historical context behind it. There is documentation. This isn't this isn't something that never existed um, in you know in humanity right there are legitimate historical references to this secret society which to be fair secret societies are pretty terrible at being secret societies the first rule of secret societies is you don't talk about or write about secret societies it's it's like fight club like you have to mirror it with fight club guys come on so you know is the illuminati operating in our government finance industry and in the entertainment industry i you know i don't really know I really don't see how they can be organized enough. Like there are some signs that look like it though. I mean, like the whole trying to erase God and change the nature of our history seems pretty pretty Illuminati-ish, I guess. I mean, that I could see, I suppose. But they also seem to bungle things up quite a bit. So, I mean, my thought process is they probably do exist, but I doubt they are organized enough to cause the kind of revolutionary change and damage that the conspiracy theorists would like you to believe, but I mean, I mean, if they were, if they were super, like talented at what they were doing, that's exactly what they would want you to believe, though, right? So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll be the fool, and I'm going to wake up one day, and it's going to be New World Order time, and I'm paying taxes to Beyonce. I don't know. Tune in for the next episode where I will discuss the theory. That the movie The Matrix isn't actually a movie, but reality. Will I opt to take the blue pill or the red pill? You'll have to tune in to find out. Thank you again for listening, and please take the time to follow my podcast on my substack or on Spotify, and find me on Twitter at @MohawkModerate. Mohawk Moderate. And finally, swing by thepoliticalinsider.com to read my articles and those of my other highly talented fellow writers. My name is Kathleen Anderson, and you've been listening to The Eclipse.